today we are joined by Joyce White, OBE, Chief Executive of Western Bartonshire Council. Despite a busy professional career expanding across Infratile Airports Europe, SCA Packaging and ICI, Joyce has also become a valued volunteer in various different capacities with organisations such as Girl Guiding Scotland and the Society of Local Authority Chief Executives, Solace. Joyce is also an executive coach and mentor and loves to see people achieving their dreams and ambitions. Joyce travelled to Srebrenica in June 2019. Of her time on delegation, Joyce has said, it was one of the most moving, thought-provoking and growing experiences that I have ever had the good fortune to participate in. Joyce White, welcome to the podcast and thank you for joining me today. Can we start a wee bit by you telling me about your trip to Srebrenica? Absolutely. Thank you very much, Amy, and thank you for giving me the opportunity to share some of my experience from that absolutely amazing trip. And and firstly, I have to pay tribute to the wonderful work that Lorna Hood does Mm. um, in this field and the fact that she has very much um, enabled many people, uh, many senior leaders across Scotland to have the opportunity to to, uh, join her on the trips that she has organised to provide the experience and learning that we can all take away from from such an event. Lorna and I had known each other in the past. I knew and know of Lorna in her capacity as um, the very reverend Lorna Hood. And Mm -hmm. uh, I was was very, I was honoured to be invited to join uh, a very interesting group to travel um, together to Sarajevo and then Mm -hmm. to to visit the, the site and much of the the memorial aspects of of um, Srebrenica. So it was it was hugely touching. Um, I hadn't a clue what I was going to be letting myself in for. I was mm-hmm. I had the good fortune. I did know Lorna. I also knew one other member of the the delegation. Uh, she was a, a fellow chief executive in another local authority, um, Angela Leach. From she was at that time in East Lothian. She's now chief executive of Public Health Scotland. And she, um, her and I had the, also the good experience of um, understanding what it felt like from Sally Loudon, who's mm. also a good colleague of ours as well, who had already been on the trip too. So in terms of, you know, I, I found much of it absolutely moving, obviously, but, but also to, to realise that, you know, in 1995, I was personally 35 years old. Mm-hmm. And living in the UK at that time and living in Scotland, in the west of Scotland, I have to say that I had little memory of, of the tragedy that mm-hmm. had had been faced at that time. And part of that may well have been just because of my own life circumstances, you know, and, and the things that I was involved in. But now as a chief executive in a local authority who understands the importance of community cohesion, mm-hmm. who understands um, about, you know, how sometimes conflict can start and how it starts in, in the most minuscule ways, mm-hmm. but then can grow, as we saw in, in Srebrenica, to, to be absolutely devastating for communities. So it was hugely moving. And, and I think the experience um, of being with other you know, other senior leaders, as I said, we, we had in our delegation, you know, members of the Scottish Parliament, um, local government um, officials, 
um, elected members. Mm. Um, we also we, we had some younger people, some older people. So there was quite a mixture of us um, experienced in that trip. And we also had the very good fortune of being joined by um, Robert McNeil. And Robert yeah. had done a huge amount of work um, as a former NHS Glasgow Mortuaries Manager. Mm-hmm. And he'd been out with the forensic teams. So he really had experienced some of, of the um, the war-torn region, you know, quite firsthand in terms of what he found in some of the mass graves and, and some of the movement of, of some of the mass graves as well. Mm-hmm. So he gave us a very, a very um, live, alive um you know, colourful, I have to say, um, mm. account of the experiences. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was very, um, a very moving, but also hugely built my knowledge, um, and I think has enhanced me and my personal life and, and my work life because I've I've had that experience. Do you want me to tell you a wee bit about the actual events of 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 the journey as yes, well? So we, yeah. Um, yeah. So we travelled to Sarajevo and of course that in itself and realising again that, you know, we had just had Glasgow having had the Games and Sarajevo mm. had just had the Games just a few years before, you know, all of the mm-hmm. all of the, the war broke out over there. And, and again, that made you really think about and also thought about a city, a very similar size to that of Glasgow City. So mm. I felt a lot of comparison from what I felt in the Glasgow region to mm-hmm. what it what it was like in Sarajevo and you know Sarajevo is, is an amazing place and of course they're trying to regenerate it and trying to yeah. build up the economy and and you know 20 odd years on and, and again we also had the, the good fortune to hear uh, firsthand from from one of the civil servants over there who told us about how politics works and doesn't work mm-hmm. in Sarajevo and and what the what the drivers are and what the motives are and, and that was very interesting as well um, you know, we did have the opportunity to go to the Tunnel Museum, which mm-hmm. was incredible, um, to, to actually visit the, the city of Sarajevo and, and to, you know, experience and witness um, some of the memorabilia that was in some of the, the museums, the Humanity Museum, the Childhood Museum, which again, yeah. you know, some of those, um, some of those play tools, toys that I saw, you know, my daughter would have, you know, mm. been, been, been close to, and I, again, I could feel that very much about how it must have felt for for those young children to be experiencing the challenges. Um, we then, you know, we and and we 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 enjoyed each other's company. You know, we we travelled around in in two minibuses, mm. and um, in fact, actually, no, we travelled around in one minibus. I think mm. actually. One minibus all together and really built really strong connections, which mm. is another thing I think you do find that you get these strong connections when people experience something together. Mm. Um, and that was certainly what we did in, in, in Sarajevo and also in Srebrenica. Um, on the Sunday, we, we went out to um, the Memorial Centre out in uh, Srebrenica and we we met Hassan Hassan Novid, and I probably yeah. not pronounced his name properly, who again, who was the son of, you know, and, and could remember and, and had witnessed quite quite a lot of the tragedy, mm. had lost his father and his brother, and he was able to explain to us what that felt like, but also to, to give us um, some opportunity to see some of the, the pictures and to understand more about the criminal 
um, the, you know, the, the war crimes that, mm-hmm. that, that were, were, were caused as a, a, you know, as a result of all, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we met the, a mother um, from Srebrenica that was extremely moving as well. And, and she, she gave us, um, with a translator, she, she shared quite mm-hmm. a bit with us. And I was, I was touched and moved by the positivity that I saw in her, mm-hmm. even though, you know, all around her had been devastated, and but the, her belief, her belief in 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 a higher power in God, and mm-hmm. um, maybe not specifically the God that I believe in, but but her God, um, very much it was that that the, the, the they were there and safe, and again through speaking and listening to her, um, we could understand the importance of the bodies being excavated and actually being brought back together and, and being given the opportunity to have proper um proper ceremonies. Um, you know, um I can't get the word at the moment, but proper ceremonies um to celebrate the lives of those people and to, to lay them to rest mm. um with all of their particular body parts together. And pretty horrendous to hear as well. And I can actually feel myself as I go back now. Um, but pretty horrendous to hear how, you know, in the digging up of those graves, sometimes the body parts have been scattered yeah. from one mass grave to another mm-hmm. and, and may have ended up in, in various different places, which was was absolutely hugely emotional. Um so we 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 also we 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 saw around Sarajevo, we saw how how a, an economy tries to turn some of the really negatives into positives. Oh. So, so seeing how some of these bullets would be turned into pens and uh-huh. how they would be turned into key rings and, mm-hmm. and some of the things that had obviously been done to try to build up an economy, to build up a tourist trade as well. And, and, and we had an, an interesting experience when, when one of our, our group actually tried to bring some of those things back through um, back through the customs and was actually stopped and had them all confiscated, which was quite surprising when you thought we were actually leaving, you know, we were leaving Sarajevo. And I'm sure there must be many other tourists who would have tried to carry some of that memorabilia back with them. So, um, you know, really at the outset, I don't think I had realised for a moment just what that would feel like. And uh, Marcella Fraser um, also shared quite a bit with us and she she worked very closely with Paddy Ashton at the time mm-hmm. and uh, she was able to give us some insights into the what had been done politically eventually mm-hmm. uh, within the UK to try to support a country and an area that was really really struggling um, from the conflict of this war. I have to say I, I must confess I'm an accountant by trade mm-hmm. So I'm not a, I'm not a historian so so probably history in fact I don't even think I, I went further than my O level of history at the time and even at that I probably struggled to get that in fact I, I don't even think I did do a history level if I'm <laughs> honest um, so there was a huge amount of learning for me um, but but you know through the others that were on the trip through the experiences and the understanding of of Lorna um, Robert Marcella um, we, we we together were able to understand what what that life was like and I came back and, and I haven't as yet done a huge amount which I would like to do a bit more in support mm. of and obviously there was there would have been uh, this year 
you know, a very specific memorial which was being planned, which I presume is now being rescheduled yeah. as a result of the COVID situation. And I think that would have been certainly part of my time to step up and, and say and do a bit more. But of course, in March and well into April of this year with COVID, uh, we found ourselves and I found myself having to respond to a major, you know, um, international crisis mm -hmm. which affected my own local authority so I had to put that first but certainly this will this will stay with me for the rest of my life mm -hmm. you know in my whole life so far I've done three trips that are engraved in my heart and this mm -hmm. is one of them the other one was was a trip where I walked the Sahara and the other one was my own personal pilgrimage to the Holy Land Right. And I have to say, this experience is absolutely up there mm. um, with these that this and that will be remembered with me forever. And I'm very happy to answer any other specific questions you may have, and based on what I've already shared with you today. Yeah. I'm just wondering, as you're talking, do you think what was added by having different perspectives on the delegation? I think there were probably two dimensions to that. Um, there was an, what I'll call an inner and an outer understanding mm -hmm. of others. Mm -hmm. um, there was an inner understanding in the fact that I reflected quite a bit on how it impacted me mm -hmm. and how I felt compared to some of the others who were on the trip. But there was also an outer, which for me was quite important because I was able to witness the behaviours of some other people, the mm -hmm. external behaviours. And what mattered most to some people on that trip? So whether it be the quiet reflection of mm -hmm. some people, the importance of capturing the moment to share in a wider circle for some of them, or whether it be the time that they would take individually to just be looking out and watching for those who could feel themselves being emotionally drawn into a mm. place of depth and some for some you know it triggered memories of of lost ones of their family mm -hmm. for some uh, it triggered emotions of difficulties in our communities um, and and some of that was observed so there was an inner and an outer observation I would say um, of the different styles characteristics and behaviors of those on the trip Hmm. What impact did the trip have on you? Um, it made me realise just how, you know, from a small spark sometimes grows a great bonfire that's mm -hmm. just enormous and out of control. Um, to watch how Sarajevo became a city that was only accessed through a tunnel mm -hmm. really it filled me with fear. Um, to see how people who were once living side by side, and in fact, actually, if I could put my hand on my quote book, um, which I may, I haven't had the time to just dig it out, but I, some people who were living, you know, beside each other, but not together. And it reinforced the need for togetherness, for communities to live totally, truly together, mm. but not just side by side. And those three different, you know, three different um, faith groups and, and the differences that existed between them and then the resultant war 
that came mm. as a result of that. Um, I found that that quite challenging. I'm glad you've brought up faith, actually, because it's not something I've had a chance to really talk to people about yet. I'm just wondering, did you see faith whilst you were there, despite being in such a... Yes, yeah. I did. Personally, I did. I witnessed it in the, the eyes of the mother, mm-hmm. uh, one of the mothers of Srebrenica, who mm-hmm. we saw. I witnessed it in the eyes and the heart of of uh, Hussein, who took us round, um, Hassan, sorry, who took us round the memorial centre at Potacari, and I probably yes. pronouncing that Potichari. wrongly. Potacari, yeah. Potacari. Um, personally, I have great faith. Mm. Personally, I, I have a higher power. I have a God, uh, and it is the God that I have always been brought up to understand. Um, I believe that he gave me the opportunity to to walk in in that journey, mm. um, and and to come back and 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 remember. And of course, Lorna, a great woman of faith in herself, and, mm-hmm. and I, I felt good having having her, you know, lead that trip. And I think she and and her style um, was quite important. You know, sometimes she was having to collect us all together, mm-hmm. making sure we were all at the right place at the right time. It reminded me a wee bit of a Holy Land trip on mm-hmm. that as well. Because the only difference being that most of the bus journey was political debate between Anna Sarwar and David MacDonald, oh. um, two, two politicians <laughs> that were on the trip. Whereas when I think about my Holy Land experience, most of the journey was actually singing hymns and um, songs on mm. those bus trips. So that was quite different. But we mm-hmm. had great banter, great chat a great experience and and I really you know I built I built lifelong friendships mm. with some of the people on that, that particular trip and and I will always I'll always remember those behaviors and and who was by my side mm. when I found some of those those points really emotional I, I couldn't believe when it when I saw that tunnel coming out of Sarajevo mm-hmm. and and just how how little space was available you know, and 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 you could you could just imagine what it must have been like with bodies moving and ammunition moving and food supplies moving and mm. I just you know quite quite a horrendous experience for the people and about six million people about a very similar size. Um, I'm saying six million, six hundred thousand. My apologies, mm. correct myself there. Six hundred thousand, very similar to that extended Glasgow city region size. Mm. And the tunnels, they were built just by ordinary people, weren't they? They weren't soldiers or uh, trained professionals. And when you're standing in it, it's, it's, a, it's a claustrophobic space. But yeah. I suppose that's what you, yeah, it's kind of yeah, we got with, Yeah, we, we, had, um, we had some pictures and, um, you know, in some of those you could just see the, the bleariness in the eyes and the, the redness of the faces and... You know, as 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 you watched, and we had a young guy with us, Will Gardner, who was a freelance filmmaker and digital producer, and he was actually do, going to be doing some of the filming for the event that Lorna was organising this year. And mm. I was really looking forward to to seeing some of the some of the um, some of the photographs that would have been, I'm sure, on display. Um, I think the other thing that was really touching and moving was again what what mattered and how how they managed to resurrect some of the, the clothing and mm. and how they they managed to to actually identify the the individuals who had been massacred 
in mm. such a horrendous way and the peace that that seemed to have brought to the families of those people. When I say peace, you know, an understanding, probably not a peace, but an understanding that their loved one was that person. Um, so, you know, it, it, it makes me very aware about, you know, minimising, removing. I mean, I have a great phrase that I use often in my own workplaces that we may disagree, but we need not be disagreeable. Mm. And I think that's something that's really important, you know, um, that that we don't become disagreeable because if that starts, then goodness knows where does it end and what does it evolve into. Mm. So what did you learn about yourself from this trip? Um, I, what did I learn about myself? Well, I suppose there's, again, there's a few angles to that. You know, you 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 have to be very mindful of your own behaviours in a trip like that. You know, you have to respect other people's position and their their uh, when I say position, you know, their their perspective, perspective. Mm. on something. Um, I am a great believer in the only thing I can change is me, mm. which is quite helpful, and I carry that with me too. So, so as I was, um, you know, I learned, I learned that I, I have a very important role to play in in, in the current um, civil, you know, in the current leadership role I have as a chief executive of a local authority, mm. um, at trying to to be inclusive, mindful of others, um, you know, listening for the beginning of any particular challenges and thinking about how how can I. How can I influence the the change that's needed to avoid some of that conflict that could come to any of our areas mm. quite quickly, potentially quite quickly? Um, and I think we see a lot of it in the streets today, and, and some of the outrage that we've seen recently, you know, just over over the treatment of our black communities, and mm. and and that that can be quite worrying. So. You know, people people need to express themselves, but in a very mindful way as well. Mm. Um, and but giving people the space to to show how they feel. Um, I I learned a lot about others. I did. I learned a lot about others on the trip. Mm. I, I had some I had some insights into. I've already mentioned that. What makes other people tick? What matters to them? Mm. What doesn't matter to me? Um, because you know, and, and and that's okay. You know that today that is okay for me. Um, I, I, you know, the the whole um, the trials of some of those very senior army officers. Mm-hmm. You know, just to see and witness some of that, and to watch what happened, and to see some of the tech. I'm going to call it techniques, but some of the bribery that was going on, trying mm-hmm. to influence people and their behaviours and. And, you know, somebody presenting as a good cop when they were really quite a challenging person. Mm. Um, but how you can sometimes not always be aware of that. So, yeah, a, a, a lot of um, a lot of interesting parts for me. I, I, you know, anyone that has the opportunity, I would absolutely recommend that it's something, it's something to be done. I, I, I wear the badge, you know, with honour. Um, I, bought, I bought a T-shirt at the shop, you know, beside the... Um, Beside the Memorial Centre, at the Memorial Centre was just something else. I mean, mm. as we drove up to that, I thought, oh my goodness. Is that me. in Pottercherry? 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, and when you see that and just, you know, we wandered around there for a bit of time and just quiet reflection, quiet reflection and just feeling the pain of what it must feel like. And, mm. and also, you know, to see how little attention maybe it was given at the time. Mm. But then, then there was a lot more um, international recognition later in later years but maybe not at the time when maybe those people needed us most in 1995. Mm. And the Memorial Centre is made out of what was a factory and then a UN base during the conflict. And then it's the site of Mr. Burnett's agenda. Yeah, and we had the trip round that that area as well and, and, you know, and to understand how the Dutch soldiers at that time would have been living and... Mm. And 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 just kind of getting your your mind opened up to it, and and you know it's it's one of those things that I think it is quite important to do what we're just doing today, which is bring it right back to the front of my mind, um, because sometimes you can come back and just get cut up in the old biz of everything else that's mm. happening around you, but just to take a moment of reflection and think back to well, what did that mean? What did that mean? And what was the reason? Why was I there? Why was I there? Why was I given that opportunity to go there and, and increase my understanding? And I believe it is so that I can come back and I can actually be a better, different kind of person as a result of a journey like that. I can also be a voice that can carry the message of of just making people aware of what, what it is like in a place like Sarajevo and Srebrenica mm. when this kind of war breaks out. And how we need to live together, not just beside each other, truly live together and and support each other. And I think through this COVID crisis, you know, we've seen some kindness that goes beyond the norm. Mm. And that's a wonderful thing. You know, being able to mobilise our communities in a way to support each other. We need to do more of this as a nation. We need to do more of it, you know, have the private sector, public sector and third sector all working closely together to help each other. Mm. Um, and a lot of that did happen around Trebonitsa and, and obviously in Sarajevo when it was, you know, man to man, shoulder to shoulder and, and and them having to support each other when they were living in a horrendous situation. Um, and again, as I say, one of the big things for me was that it felt like it was only yesterday. 1995 is not that far away. You know, it wasn't like thinking about the First World War or the Second World War. This is something that's within my living memory. In fact, I was an adult. Was it, you know, it was the year before I had my daughter. Um, so I, I was very much a grown-up adult, but, you know, did I really know much about what was going on? Not very far away from us, you know. Mm. Um, just the other side, just over over the water and over there in Europe, kind of thing, you know, is the other side of it. Mm. And 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 just how that was being experienced by the people of of that country. Yeah, and also, you know, it was it was good as well to respect the culture of of what was there, and you know, remembering that that we had to cover our heads and cover our shoulders and wear the appropriate appropriate. Uh, clothing as well and and see how some parts some parts of of Sarajevo are quite cosmopolitan but there are other parts of it are still very much in the very traditional style. Mm. It's a good um, blend of different cultures. Mm, Absolutely. That's important Mm -hmm. I think and that's sorry. 
No, no, I was going to say as well, and, and it, you know, they're trying to regenerate it. They're yeah. trying to make it. And, and actually, there were there was quite a few, um, it was becoming a kind of games, you know, athletic type attraction again. And, um, you know, it's not somewhere I'd ever have thought of going for a, certainly never would have thought of going to Sarajevo for a for a holiday. Mm-hmm. But, but that's, it's a that's beautiful part of, place. It's absolutely beautiful. And mm-hmm. the weather was fantastic. And the food was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had some some great experiences, some great experiences of the culture. Mm-hmm. of that so I, and I hope you know what I've been able to share with you tonight gives you some insight from what I would call you know myself as a, a normal wee lassie from Ayrshire mm-hmm. but, but to get the experience of, of a trip like that was absolutely you know overwhelming and uh, you know something that as I said to you I'll carry in my heart along with some of the most other most amazing experiences that I've had in my life so far but but you know that's that is extremely touching. Mm. Joyce thank you for sharing your Srebrenica story with us today.